From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 23rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. First Energy Corporation admitted the company's role in the state's largest ever bribery scandal and agreed yesterday to pay a $230 million fine. Kevin Landers says a release by federal prosecutors has raised new questions about Governor Mike DeWine's possible connections to the scandal. While the government didn't name Sam Randazzo by name, it's clear that's who they were talking about, alleging he accepted $4.3 million from First Energy. Randazzo was appointed by Governor Mike DeWine. And are you confident that your office is in any way involved. Yeah, I'm certainly certainly confident. Uh, I know what I did and what I didn't do. DeWine's challenger for governor, Nan Whaley. This is going to the top levels of our state government, and it is time for Mike DeWine to say what he knew and when he knew it. From the State House, Kevin Landers. Governor Mike DeWine said shortly after that announcement, his campaign will donate the same amount of money First Energy gave to his campaign to the Boys and Girls Club. ONN's Dave James has the details. First Energy agreed to the penalty in connection to a $60 million alleged bribery scheme involving House Bill 6 and former House Speaker Larry Householder, who faces charges and has pleaded not guilty. The company was charged federally with conspiring to commit honest services wire fraud and admitted to conspiring to pay public officials in exchange for action that would benefit the company. DeWine says he knew former Public Utilities Commission of Ohio Chairman Sam Randazzo had done work for First Energy and was an expert in energy issues. He appointed Randazzo to be chairman in early 2019. Randazzo resigned last November. Dave James, I went in news. With more than 80% of Ohioans over the age of 65 vaccinated, COVID-19 is becoming more common among younger people. Laura Queso reports. Doctors are urging parents and eligible children to get vaccinated as COVID-19 cases rise in younger Ohioans. The amount of people under the age of 20 who have tested positive for the virus jumped to 20% in June. That's up from the 12% reported in previous months. Cleveland Clinic ICU Dr. Joseph Cabaza says we are dealing with a strain of COVID that's much more contagious and it's easy for unvaccinated people to spread the Delta variant in households, including kids. From June to July, I mean, the number of cases in kids, so really 19 and under, have, have I think almost doubled. He's urging those eligible to get the vaccine to protect one another, especially the youngest Ohioans. As of now, the Cleveland Clinic is not seeing a spike in ICU admissions in children. And most kids do not get severely ill when catching the virus. As for what a vaccine will be available for children 12 and under, I'm told by pediatrician Dr. Shelley Senders it could happen by the end of the year. I'm Laura Queso. Columbus City Schools, the largest school district in the state, announced yesterday that regardless of vaccination status, students, staff, and visitors will be required to wear masks. Olivia Eugenio reports. The district says they made their decision after the new guidelines from the American Academy of Pediatrics, the CDC, and recommendations from Columbus Public Health. Columbus Public Health says between the low vaccination rate across the state, vaccines only being available to those 12 and over, and the new Delta variant make masks a no-brainer. Wearing a mask, protecting and really minimizing those respiratory droplets, which we know spread this virus, is a safe and effective tool we have in the toolbox that we should be using. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. 
With some of the state's largest school districts saying they will mandate masks for students and staff this fall, Governor DeWine appears poised to announce new guidance on COVID-19 safety in schools. More from Tracy Townsend. DeWine won't say whether he's in favor of masks in school or not, but he did say this. We're going to have guidance come out probably Monday uh, from the Department of Health. And so I'll wait until we, we get that guidance out. And the governor says he believes the right tools could be in place and schools in Ohio will be able to keep kids safe. The governor also says he is hoping the FDA will have vaccines available to children under 12 sometime this fall. I'm Tracy Townsend. A 67-year-old man who crashed into the front of a home in the central Ohio village of Lithopolis yesterday afternoon, killing one person and leaving another injured, has been charged with aggravated vehicular homicide. Gabriela Garcia reports. Police say the minor and adult were out here in front of this home selling produce before being hit by a car. Police say after the people were hit, the car then came to a rest, hitting a piece of the house and a tree in front of it. The minor died. The adult is in critical condition. Police don't know exactly how fast the person in this crash was going. The county prosecutor says the driver's injuries were minor. He was treated for them here on the scene in Lithopolis. Gabriela Garcia. Police say 67-year-old Kim Horton may have been impaired behind the wheel at the time of that crash. The Cleveland Indians have announced they have a new name. Here's ONN's Dave James. A two-minute video was released to social media that was narrated by actor Tom Hanks, who lived in Cleveland decades ago and is a big Tribe fan. This is the city we love and the game we believe in. And together, we are all... Cleveland Guardians. The name takes effect next year. The team also released its new logos, which will maintain the Indians' red and navy blue color scheme. One logo features a new stylized letter C, while the other features a G with Guardians' wings. Dave James, ONN News. The drowning death of a Southwest Ohio teen remains under investigation. ONN Steve Vaughn has more. Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones says his office has been inundated with tips from the public about the Land of Illusion Water Park in Madison Township. He says the callers have been complaining about a lack of qualified lifeguards on duty and the park not enforcing life jacket rules. A 14-year-old Middletown girl drowned at the park Tuesday. Jones says he has asked the Ohio Attorney General's office and OSHA to assist with the investigation. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources has sent three firefighters and a local engine to help battle wildfires in Northern California. Yolanda Harris has more with ODNR engine boss Nathan Jester. Now this task force has been digging fire lines, patrolling for outbreaks of new fires, and keeping those fires under control. I miss my wife, I miss my kids, and I really look forward to getting home to see them. But it's also a great feeling to be out here to help people and, and really put my training that I've received through the division of forestry in Ohio to work out here. Well, the task force will be able to come back home to Ohio by the end of the month before another group of firefighters is deployed. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Better Business Bureau warns scammers are now targeting Ohioans with misinformation about how to get the new child tax credit. Andrew Kinsey explains. They're seeing reports of scammers pretending to be with the IRS. They'll either call or text their victims asking for either money or personal information. The BBB says that's a red flag. You know, we always say that you never have to send money to receive money that you either won or are owed. Um, and the IRS is never going to contact you via text message either. Scammers are preying on that confusion and, um, you know, the emotion that kind of goes along with something that's uncertain for people. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
And Ohio First Lady Fran DeWine is working to increase enrollment in the governor's childhood literacy program. Tracy Townsend has the details. The Imagination Library gives one free book per month to any child from birth to age five. What we really want to do is just get every child signed up, every baby signed up the day they're born. And then we know that they're not going to miss books. They're going to start getting the books immediately. When the program started, about 13% of eligible children were enrolled. Now, more than 40% are Part of this program. The First Lady says she hopes to have that number up to 50% by the end of this year. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.